Nate Barksdale is a smooth-voiced singer, songwriter, and self-taught musician from the south side of Chicago who's done a lot of living in his young years, and that experience makes its way into the music that he creates. He's also one of the folks we're bringing to the Shy Soul Fest right here at Navy Pier on June 22nd. Let's find out more about one of your new favorites, shall we? Nate Barksdale, welcome to Vocalo. How are you? I'm doing so good. Thank you for having me. You still feel it all, now my body's gone This is a, a, a wonderful chance to get to talk to another Chicagoan. I love the Nate Barksdale origin story. Talk to me about the part of the city that you grew up in and the raffle you entered that would change the course of your life. I grew up in Beverly, which um, is kind of like uh, secluded a little bit. I don't know if you would agree, but it's kind of got its own pocket. It is a little world. pocket, yeah. Like its own like kind of... Uh, social economic bubble mm-hmm. where you know there's a lot of people that that live there that kind of stay there so um eighth grade i applied to whitney young which was going to be a big move for me mm-hmm. first time leaving the neighborhood doing something different going on a different uh side of the city so i was like an honor student the whole way through it's pretty much how i even got the chance to get into whitney young so shout out to my mom because she was <laughs> she was the one that was like everything matters mm-hmm. So I kind of worked myself into a position where I could have the chance to do something so cool, like go to Whitney Young. And the last day of uh, like regular school for grammar school, they did a little raffle for all the honor roll students. And I remember sitting next to a fellow like honor roll student and they were about to do a raffle for an iPod Nano. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't the shuffle. Yeah. Which was a big difference. <laughs> this you, had the little screen on it. Yeah. Oh, the display was crazy. <laughs> it makes so, a difference. It makes a huge difference. <laughs> so I'm, you know, just kind of excited and joking. I'm in a different mood. I'm like, hey, I'm about to win this raffle. <laughs> and she's like, no, you're not. I took a, I took a moment and just like kind of let the suspense and drum roll build. And then... Sure enough, they said my name, and I came up to the stage to get my iPod. And they're like, no, we don't have it right now. Sit back down. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So I waited to the end of the day. They called my mom. It was like a big deal because I had an MP3 player before. Didn't ever touch it. Didn't ever use it. I was like, what's this music thing? Like, I don't understand. You didn't grow up in a musical household? I did. Oh. That was what was so (laughs) weird. (laughs) My dad played drums, and he sang in church. And my older sister's favorite movie when she was little was, uh, it was like a rendition of The Passion of the Christ, really. But it was like from <laughs> the church organization. Yeah. So my dad w- played Joseph. Okay. Pretty big deal. Yeah. You know, Jesus' other dad. So <laughs> Stepfather. Stepfather, yeah. So it was like, that. W- she would play that all the time in the house. My brother played guitar. He was the first person that was really into music. So there was a lot of musical things around me. My my oldest brother is probably one of the bigger reasons. Once I got the iPod, he was like, hey, this is what you should put on it. This is how you download music. This is how you get everyone's discography ever. And, and at that time, 2009, mm-hmm. that was kind of like normal for 20. He was 22. I was like 15. Sure. 22-year-olds to get their music like that. I need 
what made you want to make the move from production to performer? Seeing seeing the reactions to people's uh, favorite song hmm. and noticing the difference between making creating a, a soundscape for somebody and then creating like a moment for people to sing along to and a moment for people to be like, that's my part. You know, yeah. that's that part spoke to me like literally. And I think that um, dichotomy between sound and thought and like words is really interesting too. And so I felt like I was, I always kind of like when I first started producing, I didn't have anyone to rap over the stuff. I was like a lonely kid. Cause you can imagine when you go to like a selective enrollment school, yeah. you go home to like your friends or to you, to your family, yeah. excuse me. And like all your friends are scattered throughout the city. Yeah. So it can be kind of, for me at least, lonely. Like most kids that were into music at the time were in bands. Yeah. Like I was never in a band. I had to put together a band at this point in my life, but my whole musical journey was literally started in a basement alone, like with like covijas and like covers, <laughs> like because it was cold yeah. and like desktop and just not knowing anything about music. So when I got to the point where I was like, all right, this sounds good. Who's going to rap on it? No one was going to rap on it. So I had to just write my own songs and always felt a m more of a natural pull towards producing just because it was the first idea I had about myself. But it took it took going somewhere else in the world. It took going to London and and being like a DJ yeah. and being known as, hey, I'm I'm a DJ. Book me, book me. And just seeing like, oh, my God, they know Young Thug. And not only that, they have a whole other world of, of like bashment and like reggae artists and, and Afrobeat artists and the things that I can't understand, they understand. So it made me think differently just about vocals and words and, and writing. And, and it, just, it was like a affirming thing. It was like, oh, OK, this is going to be the next thing. Do you credit your time spent in London uh, learning about and hearing about artists that you may have never heard about in your in your pocket of Chicago? Do you credit that to uh, how kind of you're an old soul? And I feel like that mm -hmm. that kind of worldliness is what you might attribute that kind of wizened spirit to. I think I've just put myself in a lot of positions to be alone. <laughs> Because you know, people are the worst. <laughs> people, people are the worst. I have, I have like, just weird things about me personally. I think that I attribute to that like old soul quality that you're talking about. Because I do see it in myself, and um, I think it just comes from having patience with myself, mm. like knowing that you know I might not be hitting the chords right today, but I'm, a, I'm gonna get it. Because it's just, it's not an option for me not to. Mm -hmm. I also attribute that to just my parents and like my family history is is full of people who like just did things that would otherwise be impossible for that time and so knowing that at an early age was just kind of like all right of course it's going to be hard like of course you're going to have days where you have writer's block and you just can't think of anything good to say so i think putting myself in situations where i had nothing but growth to to gain from it mm -hmm. it just it just benefited me and it's it's not something that like I'm super proud of because it, it it for me personally kind of makes me a little sad a mm. little bit, just because I did get to have this great experience and there's a lot of other great experiences that 
I've had that just I haven't been able to share with people. So that's kind of like my new goal in life is to, you know, not just go to London, but like bring the family to London or like bring the family into these things that I've got to experience. about the song Young and the video that goes along with it. Because honestly, I heard the song before I saw the video or even knew what you look like or how old you were. And it really, I mean, honestly, it was like, oh, strumming my pain with his fingers, telling yeah. <laughs> my life with a song. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this is, yeah, I'm, I'm very nostalgic as a person, but I'm nostalgic for like, 25 years ago and then I I find out more about you and I'm like this kid graduated in 2013 (laughs) what the hell yeah what brings on this 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 early stage nostalgia and the folks in the video just did such a great job of of kind of telling a story as well talk to me about the whole package that's a yeah this is great so shout out to Gio who is the lead actor he's the young boy in yellow Mm -hmm. um he's the co-host of a podcast that I do every week and he he'll be glad that you said that. He's great. He's a great actor. Um, shout out to Ryan. He was in Red, and then shout out to Miles with the flowy hair. He was in Blue. Um, so me and the director, uh, whose name is Lorenzo Gatorna, we we kind of met and hit it off, so to speak. It was like a little bit of a bromance. He's from he's from Italy, but we met in L.A. shooting my friend Julius Dahl's video. And aside from like the name drops and kind of setting the stage of who's involved, really the the in, the inspiration for the song or like what made me want to make something like that is just I was at I was at a stage where I just hadn't I was like I'm not gonna put out anything if it's not like good or yeah. real. I had I'd already been back from London for like a year now, and I just was on break. And I knew I wanted to write something that was based on these chords that I was hearing in this song called I Wish by Carl Thomas, mm-hmm. which is like, it's like, it's like the fisheye lens, oh, the, the Hype Williams direction. Yes, yeah. like the all white fit, the all black yeah. fit. Why are we in the desert? I don't know. <laughs> but this girl, she, she left me. So it was that type of um, melody. And I started to play it out. And then... Slowly, it was literally kind of like how all stories and musicians go on about making songs. It just came. Like, the words and the idea, and I was like, oh, yeah. In my big brother's whip when that ain't away with hum. And I was like, yeah, like. And it's funny, my my brother didn't even have a car. <laughs> like, it was our mom's car, but but... But there was creative some, license. Yeah, creative <laughs> license, right? I was like, someone's got a big brother. Yeah. You know? And I thought there was a lot of different ways to capture that feeling. And so I, I felt really equipped to write about it because it was something I knew. I was like, I, I know what it was like in 09 when Obama just got in office and yeah. people thought race wasn't real anymore. And, <laughs> you know, it was a simpler time. Yeah, everyone was hating on 808s and Heartbreak because there was a lot of like change yeah. in music too. That was when I started to get into music it's when I got the iPod it's when I went to my first year of Whitney Young and I was like oh cool like Kid Cudi's out like anything could happen 
and you know fast forward to 2017 i think at that point trump had already been elected and like i was getting older i was 21 so i was seeing things a little different and i was like i just want to write something real and it was really simple i just had been watching master of none and and saw that they did um their first episode based on the bicycle thief which was like a old like film and the concept seems so simple yeah. Let's talk about the festival, Shy Soul yes. Fest. Ooh. I'm excited. I'm, I'm gonna, so excited. What are, what can we expect from you? What's a live show oh. from Nate Barksdale look like That's, for all of us? Oh, a live show for me is is just is very um. I can't I can't escape that word. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like oh, it's a little like, it's a little too like, um, cliche or something. But it it really is. I mean, I I grew up in the church, like gospel music. So a lot of my sonic recreations live come from that, mm-hmm. the idea of bigness. But I also understand minimalism. I went to art school, so I should. <laughs> I paid for it. <laughs> paid for the understanding. Yeah. It's a lot of high, high energy, a lot of dance tracks. It's really funky. Uh, it's really soulful. And it's got a bit of uh, synthetic quality to it. So there's a little bit of, of vocal effects. But then there's also real vocals. And then there's a little bit of... Uh, keyboard synth that I play but then there's also real guitar and real bass and real drums oh, I'm so excited oh, now after oh, the fest good. there's still a lot of summer left sir yes what are your musical plans oh, oh music just putting out music like I release singles and now it's time for a body of work um, I actually just this is kind of cool I just submitted a song and I, e- I emailed you about it I saw <laughs> What's the name of the new song? Someone New. Good, because I'm putting it right here in the interview. Let's uh, get the information out to the people so that yeah. they can uh, come on out and have a good time with all of us. The Shy Soul Fest with Nate Barksdale, Olive Blue, Rocky, Marcus Adam, and Luna Day is Saturday, June 22nd at 2.30 at the Lake Stage here at beautiful Navy Pier. You can visit Vocalo.org for more info, and you can follow Nate at Nate Barksdale underscore across all your social media platforms. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you. Thank you.